Hello, Cryptonauts. Today is August 20th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Cryptonauts, as a friendly reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for cryptocurrency chat in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to collaborate on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's go ahead and get started with your top 10 daily, what are we doing? Daily exchanges. We're doing exchanges today. Top 10 exchanges by rank by, let's see, 24-hour volume normalized. Starting off with Binance with... 2.6 2.6 billion dollars. Second place we have Coinbase Pro with 420 million dollars. Look at that. That is a big difference from first and second place from 2.6 billion to 420 million. Third place we have Kraken with 229 million dollars. Fourth place we have Gate.io with 90 million dollars. Fifth place Binance US with 25 million dollars. Sixth place we have Gemini with $19 million. 7th place, OKX with $566 million. 8th place, MXC with $133 million. And Bitfinex with $108 million. And Poloniex with $32 million. Alright, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10 exchanges. And your overall market cap is at 376 7- billion dollars up by 0.2%. With that said, Cryptonauts, let's get started with your daily crypto news. Alright, Cryptonauts, another friendly reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news, as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. Don't forget to collect your daily candies. With that said, first news coming in from Shariwa Malwa. Former RBI governor says Bitcoin has a place with CBDCs. The former governor of the Reserve Bank of India and the former chief economist of the International Monetary Fund, Raghumran Ranjan, said Thursday he sees Bitcoin and central bank digital currencies, CBDCs, working alongside each other according to CNBC. Rajan, currently a finance professor at the University of Chicago, is known for predicting the 2008 recession in 2007 and spearheading India's economic recovery in the past decade. And his long-term outlook for Bitcoin is positive, if not as a replacement of fiat currencies. Bitcoin is a little bit like gold. In fact, gold has some value because we value it for jewelry. But Bitcoin, you can't even do that. Nevertheless, it has value because others think it has value, Rajan said. He added that private digital currencies like Facebook's Libra, a stablecoin currently under development and backed by various fiat currencies, will serve as a medium of transaction instead of volatile assets like Bitcoin. Ouch, that hits the heart. Different private currencies will do different things and it may be Bitcoin, and maybe Bitcoin has high value going forward just as a store of value or as a specul- speculative asset, while Libra may be the kind of currency which is used more for transacting, said Rajan. Who handles the data? 
Meanwhile, the former banker expressed concerns over central governments tracking users' data if state-issued digital currencies are eventually launched. The beauty of cash in our hands is that it's anonymous. Even if you're not doing something illegal, you don't want the government seeing everything you do, said Rajan. That is absolutely true. But, you know, we're more, as a nation, we're moving, as an American nation, we're moving, we're, we're, we're moving more towards the digital Digital, digital era, digital transaction era. It's just, it's, it's what's going on, especially with COVID going on. It just, I was at a restaurant uh, earlier today, and they don't accept cash. They, I tried to give a twenty dollar bill. They said no. We, we don't, we don't have change. We only accept card. So that's, that's how it is in restaurants right now. It's crazy. Next news coming in from Forecast News staff. China expands DCEP testing to high volume commercial transactions. Following the first-scale test of China's digital currency electronic payment, DCEP platform in Shenzhen, China's Ministry of Commerce has announced an expansion of DCEP test to more cities. It's also putting the platform through its paces handling high-volume commercial transactions for verticals including hospitality and e-commerce payment processing. China's Ministry of Commerce recently published a detailed plan for testing its DCEP in three main financial and political hubs in China, including what is called the Yangtze River Delta Economic Zone, covering Shanghai and the three neighboring provinces of Jiangsu, Zhenjing, and Anhui, Beijing, as well as Hong Kong, Macau, Guangdong, Greater Barrier. From this list, Shuzhou, a city in the province of Shenzhou, will be the first to test the digital RMB, according to a source in the city that spoke with local tech and financial publication, Xingzhi21. The city's DCEP trials is the focus on commercial transactions such as retail, e-commerce, education, and transit car top-ups. Internal disagreements hinder DCEP development. According to a source that spoke with forecast and declined to be identified, the People's Bank of China and Ministry of Commerce still have some internal disagreements over the DCEP to resolve, and it's not clear how that would affect the digital currency's rollout. Every employee on the PBOC's DCEP project staff has signed a non-disclosure agreement and is forbidden to discuss the project's inner workings. Stakeholders that spoke with Jingli21 said that there's still plenty of inter- internal debates at the PBOCs about the difficulties in changing users' habits, wearing them off we- weaning them off WeChat and Alipay to make sure that the platform has transaction. Hmm. I wonder if they're going to ban it. Would it surprise me? Would not surprise me. Or make new laws. Whatever. Next news, run by Daniel Phillips. What is the difference between Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash? Ooh. Just over 10 years ago, Bitcoin, the world's first cryptocurrency, was invented and launched by the mysterious Satoshi Nakamoto. Since then, Bitcoin has undergone several upgrades and has been forked well over 100 times. Most of these efforts fell flat within months of launching, but Bitcoin Cash has managed to buckle the trend, becoming by far the most successful Bitcoin fork. Though similar in many ways, there are several ideological and technical differences between Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash, which you'll want to be aware of. Here are the main reasons. From the early days of Bitcoin's existence, it quickly became apparent that the network's 
isn't capable of handling enough transactions per second to make it a true competitor to centralized payments systems like Visa. This issue came to head in 2017 when the number of transactions dramatically increased, causing Bitcoin's average transactions fee to climb to as high as $55 by the end of the year. To address this scaling issue, the number of off-chain scaling solutions entered development, including Lightning Network and various sidechain scaling options. But Bitcoin ABC, led by blockchain developer Amari Seshet, bought sought to keep scaling on-chain and initiated a fork with Bitcoin protocol in August 2017. The fork occurred just after the launch of Segregated Witness update which slightly improved Bitcoin's scalability by reducing the size of transactions allowing more to fit into a block. The fork produced a new cryptocurrency known as Bitcoin Cash which keeps the original Bitcoin code base but without SegWit upgrade and with a maximum block size increase of 8 megabits. Bitcoin versus Bitcoin Cash, 1 megabit versus 32 megabit blocks. Arguably, the main technical differences between Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash is the maximum block size allowed by each network. For Bitcoin, the size of each block is limited by roughly 1 megabit, but there have been a, but there have been many examples of blocks successfully mined that are larger than this due to the benefit of the aforementioned SegWit upgrade. Bitcoin Cash, on the other hand, has a maximum block size of 32 megabits. This change significantly increases the number of transactions that can be included in each block and the overall speed of the Bitcoin Cash network. Bitcoin Cash keeps 10 minutes average block discovery time for implemented Bitcoin. This means that transactions are confirmed approximately equally quickly between two chains, but because more transactions can be squeezed into each block, uh, Bitcoin Cash block, the overall throughput of Bitcoin Cash network is around 100 transactions per second compared to just 7 transactions per second for Bitcoin. Since Bitcoin Cash has larger blocks but far fewer actual transactions compared to Bitcoin, it also benefits from lower fees. Currently, the average Bitcoin Cash transaction fee is around $0.50 cents versus $2.07 for Bitcoin. Besides an increased ma uh, maximum block size, <clears throat> block size and lack of SegWit support, Bitcoin Cash differs from Bitcoin in a variety of other ways. For one, it has several additional command functions enabled known as opcodes. Back in 2018, several opcodes that are disabled in Bitcoin were re-enabled on the Bitcoin Cash chain, while some entirely new ones were added. The difference gives Bitcoin Cash enhanced smart contracts functionality over Bitcoin. Bitcoin Cash can... <clears throat> excuse me. Bitcoin Cash can also be considered more centralized than Bitcoin. Right now, a single pool controls more than a quarter of the Bitcoin Cash hash rate, whereas the top three pools combined make up over 55% of the hash rate. Comparatively, the largest Bitcoin pool controls around 17.7% of the hash rate, whereas the top three co uh, contributed under 47%. Overall, Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash are similar in ambitious and purpose, but Bitcoin has been far more successful in gardening adoption, despite the arguable technical improvements offered by Bitcoin Cash. A short history of Bitcoin Cash price. Um, bunch of numbers, bunch of numbers, and more numbers. Despite the correlation between BCH and BTC, it is worth highlighting that BCH has only increased 110% since the March bottom, whereas BTC has increased 212% versus the dollar. Wow. That's a lot. That is a lot. Next news written by Sharyuwa Malwa. 
CoinShares Fund hits $1 billion in managed assets for crypto ETFs. CoinShares, an established Bitcoin and crypto fund manager, crossed the $1 billion mark in assets under management for its exchange-traded fund product, according to a release Thursday. CoinShares allows investors to invest in its XBT provider products in order to gain exposure to the crypto markets without holding actual cryptocurrencies or managing private keys. Its first exchange-traded Bitcoin ETFs were, was launched in 2015 and its first Ethereum ETF in 2018. <clears throat> both, pro- both products have been, hit, have been a hit. CoinShares said a grim macroeconomic outlook and adoption from big-name banks and fund managers have led its clients to make bigger bets in the crypto space despite its volatile, unregulated, and risky nature. The appetite has led to a $1 billion total AUM for its products. Wow, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Next news written by Sharyuwa Mawa. Historic regulations is coming for cryptocurrencies in Europe. The European Commission, the legislative body of the European Union, is in its final stage of the proposal for the region's first cryptocurrency and digital finance framework, according to a report by the financial news outlet IFC Review. Successful passage of the law and its subsequent adoption would provide an optimal legal environment for crypto firms to build their business and add the European economy, the report noted. The Commission has spent the last year holding consultations with experts in defining cryptocurrencies. Some of these include recognizing digital currencies, both crypto assets like Bitcoin and stablecoins, as financial instruments and introducing a framework for blockchain-based tech platforms. Bruno Schneider Lassau, the chairman of Crypto Advocacy Body European Block Tech Federation, noted that the qualifications of crypto assets as financial instruments place the asset class within the extensive set of European and national legal instruments that regulate the region's trillion-dollar financial market. He further called the forthcoming legislation as historic, considering the vast opportunities it opens for businesses and entrepreneurs to build digital finance applications. The new legislation will provide legal certainty which is needed both for crypto assets that are not covered by existing EU financial services and legislations and for the application of DLT in financial services and the tokenization of traditional finance instruments, said Schneider Lassau. The legislation also detailed a plan to create a single market for cryptocurrencies so that they can be sold across all European countries. This is similar to the introduction of the Euro in 1999, which created a unified currency for all union members at the time. Wow, sounds sounds pretty good. Next news, written by Liam Frost. Tether retakes top three cryptocurrency spot over XRP. Tether has become the third largest cryptocurrency by market capitalization today, publishing Ripple's XRP down to the fourth place according to crypto analytics platform Missouri and Coinmetrics. If you multiply the number of coins in the cryptocurrency by its current price, you get its market capitalization. It's a way of comparing assets that have widely different supplies. Since Tether is a stablecoin and its price doesn't really move, the price of a single USDT is designed to be mostly equal to $1. The only way to increase its market cap is to mint new coins. As Decrypt reported, Tether's market capitalization exceeded $12 billion just recently after an increase of $1 billion in a week. Today, it has already reached $13.14 billion, noted Coinmetrics Analytics' Lucas Nuzzi in a tweet. Newsy also listed the top five stablecoins by their year-to-date growth. 
This is not the first time Tether has re replaced XRP as the third largest crypto. Amid the market meltdown back in March, USDT briefly overtook XRP after surpassing $5 billion on market cap. Tether's growth comes despite its parent com uh, company dealing with several court cases. Currently, Tether and its sister company, crypto exchange Bitfinex, are in the middle of a fraud investigation led by the New York Attorney General's office over allegations that they conspired to mask an $850 million void in Bitfinex's finances. Hmm. So there's a class action lawsuit going on. Hmm. Interesting. Next news written by Scott Cipollina. Travala adds Binance Chain Tech to boost its travel offerings. Travala.com today announced a collaboration with Binance Chain, a blockchain developed by crypto exchange Binance, to develop blockchain-based solutions for travelers and travel suppliers. The agreement will see Travala and Binance Chain work together to bring certain decentralized technology to Travalos.com's business model. Well, first of all, you can't travel anywhere right now. Everything's kind of shut down. But anyways, let's continue. The advantages of Binance Chain and particularly Binance Smart Chain systems with the newly added smart contracts fun functionality is the perfect tech solutions for Travalos.com to build the next major evolution of blockchain-based travel solutions Juan Ortero, CEO of Travala, told Decrypt. Okay. Next news written by Robert Stevens. JP Morgan blockchain spinoff hits 480,000 transactions per second. What? Cadena, the network developed by JP Morgan's in-house blockchain lab, has doubled its size and is now capable of 480,000 transactions per second, according to an announcement today from its team. Ethereum, by comparison, supports about, about 14 transactions per second in its current iteration and the network. By far, the most popular decentralized application is struggling to support the traffic. The Cadena blockchain, which has since spun out JP Morgan to become its own entity, relies on the same proof-of-work mechanism as Ethereum, where computers duke it out to mine blocks using their processing power, but Cadena said that it has solved a scaling issue to prevent proof-of-work blockchain like Ethereum and Bitcoin from supporting limit limitless traffic. The network has achieved its high transaction speed by doubling the number of braided chains on its network to 20. This refers to the interconnectedness of the Cadena network. The team claims that it it could one day reach 1,000 chains or an ever-increasing number of chains. Launching Cadena's, Cadena and now expanding to 20 chains proves that we can scale a layer 1 blockchain to the point where digital assets can go mainstream, said Cadena co-founder and CEO Will Martino in a statement. Wow, that is amazing. 480,000 transactions per second. That is amazing. That's, I'm pretty sure that is actually more than Visa. That is amazing. That's a wow, 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 wow. I'm surprised it's not pumped in the top 10 yet. That's crazy. Next news written by Liam Frost. Ethereum Classic unveils a bold plan to keep its blockchain safe. Ethereum Classic Labs has published a network security plan that includes several immediate improvements as well as some long-term measures, going as far as switching to a new consensus algorithm that could reinforce the blockchain security. This comes just over two weeks after a hacker managed to steal roughly $7.3 million in crypto by conducting two consecutive 51% attacks on the Ethereum Classic blockchain. 
A 51% attack is one of the most dangerous challenges a blockchain can face. During such assaults, a single party aims to seize 51% or more of a network's hash power, which would grant the attackers control over the blockchain. In the short term, ETC Labs plans to go ahead with the defending with a defense mining plan that would require miners' cooperations to maintain a more consistent hash rate and adjust it accordingly if needed. To better detect potential attacks in the future, the developers will also monitor the networks more closely to identify anomalies and spike in the hash rate. Another step is close coordination with exchanges that should result in the creation of a whitelist of addresses and confirmation time adjustments. The ETC core team is also currently working on Permapoint in our, our, our bitteration system that should prevent chains reorganizations caused by a 51% attack when implemented. A long road ahead. While these fixes will go some way to protecting the network, ETC Labs stated that the blockchain might need much greater fixes to keep it safe in the long run. These ideas will require community consensus for them to be included in the network upgrade. The first idea is P, uh, Peril Guard. A protocol developed by proposed by the Pyrrhal community. This uses so-called penalty blocks. If a miner proposes a longer and heavier chain, the number of penalty blocks will depend on the number of original blocks that would be reverted if the network recognizes effectively doubling the cost of a potential 51% attack. Well then, let's see. Another proposal is enhancing the chain with checkpointing and time snapping. This proposal should em should employ an external set of parties that securely run an assisting service that guarantees the ledger's properties and can be relied upon at the time of investing hash power is when the invested hash power is low, ETC Labs added. Third, the Ethereum Classic might even completely switch its current consensus algorithm, ETHHash, to a new one if the community votes for it. Two protocols are currently listed as promising, Ethereum's KKAC256 and RandomX. ETC Labs added that while both algorithms are feasible, RandomX might not resolve the issues that are currently facing. Plus, switching to it could also mean that ETC will step out of the shadows of the Ethereum network and into the shadows of Monero network. Ooh, yeah. And it, you know, if I doubt that they'll do that because if they ended up moving over to uh, RandomX, I, <laughs> There's a, there's a lot of legal issues using that particular algorithm. A lot of governments would not like that. And I think uh, ETC Labs kind of wants to stay legal. Next news written by Daniel Phillips. Bitcoin held by crypto exchanges drops to 20 month low. What? The amount of Bitcoin sitting in cryptocurrency exchanges wallets has now fallen to its lowest value since November 2018, as pointed out by Unfolded. As of yesterday, around 2.62 million BTC were currently held in exchange address, addresses, equivalent to just under 14.2% of the total circulating BTC supply. The number of Bitcoin held in exchange wallets has been on a downtrend since February 2020, after briefly reaching an all-time highest, all highest value of over 2.95 million. Although the amount of BTC held on exchanges has dropped by more than 10% in the, last, in the last six months, the dollar value of the amount remaining has dramatically increased over the same period of time. 
Despite Bitcoin briefly dropping to an average of $4,806 on March 12th, it has since recovered to $11,758 as of yesterday. Because Bitcoin has improved in value by more than 240% since March, even though exchanges now hold 10% less Bitcoin over the same period of time, the absolute, absolute dollar value of Bitcoin held on exchanges has still more than doubled since March. Yeah, that's that's good news, I think. Next news written by Scott Cipollina. Binance Smart Chain integrates banned protocol oracles. Binance Smart Chain, the crypto exchange's blockchain that supports the decentralized application, has integrated banned protocols data oracles. As the default market cap grows, so does the demand for reliable data oracles that connect developers to real-world market prices, accelerating settlements, lowering transaction fees, and increasing scalability in DeFi. Oracles also shield users from DeFi's vulnerabilities like account securities and the lack of regulation. Appearing on the Decrypt Daily, Srina Wangkun said, this recent development will allow any developers who build with Binance and Smart Chain to, ex- to access available information, build decentralized finance much easier than before, as well as leverage the new technology to make it more user-friendly and more scalable. Binance and Smart Chain brings smart contract to Binance Chain, the other half of Binance's own blockchain. This innovation can help build DeFi products more effectively. Awesome. Sounds good to me. Next news, written by Scott Cipollina. Farmer demanded 1.4 million pounds of Bitcoin and Tesco blackmail plot. Farmer Nigel Wright has been convicted of three counts of blackmail and two charges of contaminating goods after he was found guilty of adding metal shards to baby food, according to the BBC. This ends a two-year-long investigation, the largest blackmail investigation in the UK history. Today's conviction is the result of decisive and collaborative actions which took, which we took along, alongside law, law enforcement agencies, said a Tesco spokesperson. It started when Wright placed jars of contaminated baby food on the shelves in Tesco, as seen by CCTV footage. Mother who bought the food saw the shards only moments before they were about to feed it to the babies. Ah, oh, jeez. It was horrendous. I felt sick. I was shocked, said one of the mothers. Uh, Morvin Smith. Between May 2018 and February 2020, Tesco received anonymous letters demanding payments in Bitcoin. One particular letter read, "Imagine a baby's mouth cut open and blood pouring out, or in the inside of the uh, inside of the baby, or inside of their bellies cut out, bleeding. You pay, you save them. That's disgusting." When Wright was arrested on February 25, 2020, authorities recovered approximately 100,000 pounds in Bitcoin all of which had been sent by uncover, undercover police officers during the manhunt. Mr. Justice Warby, who heard the case, recommended a psychiatric report for Wright, who has or appears to be mentally disordered by the judge. Wright was also convicted of blackmailing a driver for 150,000 pounds of bitcoins over a road rage altercation. This is in, this guy's insane. He's insane. Jeez, that's... Ugh. Ugh. Next news, written by Alexander Bechrens. Tron loses $1 billion tether to Ethereum in chain swap. Tron may be in trouble as excitement around Ethereum crowds out the competition. 
Stablecoin provider Tether announced today a chain swap for $1 billion USDT Tether peg tokens from the Tron TRC20 token standard onto the Ethereum blockchain as requested by an, an undisclosed cryptocurrency exchange. While not officially confirmed by Tether, clues on the blockchain points towards Binance as the exchange in question, which sent $600 million back to the Tether treasury on the Tron blockchain. The swap comes as the booming DeFi market pushes Ethereum and many ERC-20s tokens higher, pulling volume away from Tron as crypto traders hunt for moonsh moonshot and yield on the world's second largest blockchain network. Tether's token swap will reduce the supply of Tron's base TR TRC20 Tether tokens from $4.3 billion to $3.3 billion while increasing Ethereum's ERC20 based Tether supply to $8.5 billion. In the announcement, Tether stated that the overall supply of USDT, currently more than $12 billion, will, will remain unchanged from the swap. Wow. Well, we'll see what happens in about, I don't know, a week or two, maybe about a month. Anyways, next news. Written by Robert Stevens. Grayscale Bitcoin Cash Litecoin Trust are trading at massive premiums. Yes, they are, especially on Grayscale. Early investors in the asset locked up in, in the Grayscale Trust for Litecoin and Bitcoin Cash are making immense profits just two days after the trust started trading publicly. This Grayscale Litecoin Trust is trading at a premium of 753% according to data produced by Arcane Research. Since its Monday launch, the Grayscale Bitcoin Cash Trust, which launched at the same time, is trading at a premium of 351%. 753%? Oh my god, that's insane! That's insane! The trust, which opens, opened in April 2018, solicited accredited investors who so far have forked up $29.2 million for the Bitcoin Cash Trust and $19.5 million for the Litecoin Trust. Grayscale handles the paperwork and security. Then on Mondays, Grayscale made these trusts publicly tradable. This means that the underlying assets in the trust would be tradable like stocks. This allows buyers to invest in cryptocurrencies in the case like in this case, Litecoin and Bitcoin Cash without actually having to go through the trouble of purchasing the actual coins from the exchange and holding the funds themselves. Well, you know what? It's not that bad. In fact, it's a lot easier now than it was back in the days. It's very easy. Don't be discouraged by that. Do not pay 753% premium. That's insane. But why would the shares trade at premiums if the shares represented the underly underlying cryptocurrencies? According to Arcane Research, one of the main reasons is that tr trading these funds is the only way American retail investors can invest in cryptocurrencies through their 401ks. Then don't get it. Don't get it. The high premiums for the Litecoin and Bitcoin Cash Trust are shared with other cryptocurrencies. Currently, the, the Ethereum Trust is trading at a 93% premium. That's still insane. And early June, and in early June, traded at an 804% premium, according to Arcane. That's an 804% premium. That's insane. The Bitcoin Trust is currently trading for a 23% premium. It found. The premium shows that the public demand for crypto exposure is high and that the market is ripe for an ETF, said Arcane. Yeah, that's insane. That's insane. That's insane. Why would you think that's even highly, that's even, that's not acceptable. Yeah, that's, that's theft. 
Next news, written by Andrew Hayward. Buy up the Big Apple, EOS Real Estate's game on Upland enters NYC. Upland, an EOS blockchain-driven real estate game that lets players buy digital versions of the real-world properties, launched initially in San Francisco with grand plans to expand out in time. Today, Upland Me's mobile game web began that begin that expansion process by adding a chunk of Manhattan real estate, specifically the Lower East Side. The developer categorizes the additional as a bubble of the New York City boroughs, with further parts of the Manhattan to be added before the game expands outward to other boroughs. We have been so encouraged to be by the success of the San Francisco launch, and we are now ready to launch the New York City NYC, one of the most famous cities in the world, said Upland co-founder Dirk Luth in a release. So many people have visited and are fascinated by the New York City's beautiful skylines and rich culture, and we are excited to bring the cities that never sleeps to life in Upland. That's... That's cool, I guess. Upland takes place on a digital version of the real-world map in each enabled city, almost like Pokemon Go, but instead of catching cartoonish monsters here, the goal is to purchase and amass collections of properties. Cool. Each property added to the game is minted as a non-fungible token, which provides ownership and owners are able to trade and sell properties as they are as they please. Wait, which platform is this again? What? What platform are they using? Which, uh... EOS, EOS blockchain. Well, okay, interesting. All right, next news written by Matthew DeSalvo. Tether is what drives China's massive crypto market report. East Asia continues to be the world's largest cryptocurrency market, but it isn't Bitcoin that's driving the industry. Stablecoin urges in the Stablecoin usage in the region is actually what is off the charts, according to a report published today by blockchain analyst firm Chainalysis. The report East Asia Pro Traders and Stablecoin Drives World's Biggest Cryptocurrency Market claimed that 33% of all value transactions on chain comes from stablecoins, and Tether is the biggest player. In June, it beat Bitcoin by the most received cryptocurrencies by East Asia-based addresses. Interesting. Out of all the stablecoins, Tether is by far the most popular in East Asia, accounting for 93% of all stablecoin value transferred by addresses in the region, the report said. This is because the Chinese government, which has long been hard on Bitcoin, has banned direct exchanges of yuan for cryptocurrencies. Tether has become the de facto fiat stand-in for the Chinese cryptocurrency users, Chainalysis said. And buying Tether with Yuan is also banned, but East, A- East Asian users get their hands on the currency through other means, such as foreign bank accounts, the report added. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, there, if there's a will, there's a way. Next news written by Jose Antonio Lance. OMG price skyrocketed by 90% after Tether integration. OMG! There's a new hot token in the Ethereum neighborhood. Yesterday, Tether announced that its USDT stablecoin transfer to the OMG network are now live. Today, the network's token, token OMG shot up in price by almost 100% within hours. Those following closely along at home will remember that OMG price jumped back in June following the initial announcement of Tether's integration then, though to the much lesser degrees, only about 20%. Wow, this chart looks amazing. 
Look at that chart. That, I mean, that 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 line just goes straight up. Whoever was holding OMG prior to this made some good profits. Anyways, next news. Written by Robert Stevens. John McAfee ghosted his own privacy first cryptocurrency project. What? John McAfee, the wacky drug-fused cybersecurity mogul, has dropped out of the Ghost Privacy Coin project, which would have powered his, pri his privacy-first crypto ecosystem, Ghost. I am abandoning the Ghost project. Management is incapable of making a successful is making a success of the project. It will sh it will without a doubt fail. He tweeted yesterday. Ooh, ouch! That's a big slap in the face. Ghost was to be an unstoppable, privacy-first, and decentralized network promising its users to make them ghost when making transactions. Just a week earlier, McAfee, who is currently on the run from U.S. tax authorities, has pumped up Ghost, the proof-of-stake privacy coin that powers the network. The world is full of F.U.D. Believe, bl uh, believe none of it. Ghost is the future, he tweeted. But no longer. I tried to explain the fundamental principles of management, but they fell on deaf ears. My apologies to those that I led astray. Sorry. Since McAfee pronounced the coin dead, Ghost has collapsed in value. The coin price fell over 50% from $0.70 cents to $0.27 cents after McAfee tweets. Development on the coin is still ongoing and its ambitions are unchanged, according to a statement by the Ghost development team yesterday. Well, I mean, if he's supposed to be the face of Ghost, it's kind of difficult to get dig out your grave. I mean, you kind of already buried the project. So, with that said, Cryptonauts, that is actually our actual last news article of the day. So, with that said, if you haven't bought your cryptos, make sure you use my referral link below buy your cryptos um, and I highly recommend that you invest and compound that interest I use the Celsius network and I highly recommend them and I also have another referral link for that down below with that said make sure you huddle 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 and until then I'll see you next time adios